everyone. Welcome. This is Just Watch It. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And this week, Andrea, I'm really excited to give you our movie because we are going back to the origination of this podcast, the origin story of uh, me forcing you to watch movies you don't necessarily like or are interested in. Actually, to be fair, I feel like you've, w- you've liked most of what I've sent you. There's always a thing where it's like you have to get over that hurdle for things that you don't really want to watch. Yeah, that's true. So this will be one of them. So this uh, one, Andrea, well, as stated in the description of our podcast overall, is a rom-com. I hope it's not what I think it is. <laughs> P.S. I Love You is not a rom-com. Okay, good. <laughs> I was just about to look up the year that that came out. <laughs> I I gave Andrea a choice, everyone, because I don't like deciding. Um, and I was like, 1989 or 2002? And she was like, well, I'll obviously pick the one that's newer. And I was like, all right, it's a rom-com. And she was like, no. <laughs> also makes me laugh that I made you do that simply because I didn't want to pick Andrea because I just did that at the grocery store when they were like paper or plastic that is not even a decision I can make I literally was like whatever you want to do I don't care surprise me <laughs> right I literally was like putting my stuff on the conveyor belt and I was like I'm sorry I realize that means that you have to make a decision now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and the guy was like it's okay because then I can choose to put heavy things in plastic and put normal things in paper and some people insist on paper despite having like 45 cans <laughs> oh that's fun getting it's like, a it's like a swirl when you're getting a <laughs> soft serve yes for- <laughs> a little bit of both a little paper a little plastic <laughs> a little bit of both yeah sprinkle a little reusable bag in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> So this episode, we're sort of skipping, we're sort of going out of order. Lorraine's going to pick because we are trying to time it so that a movie that I have in mind we'll be able to watch together. So just in case, I wanted to address that. So Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a guest last week, so they got to pick. And so we're going a little out of order. Andrea will get to pick near her birthday as well. Yep. Very exciting stuff um okay so speaking of things that we're watching um i've been into a lot of documentaries lately you got me on the john wayne gacy one which i haven't finished and i just the only comment i want to make because you and i both seem to have the same opinion was between that and mcmillions i'm watching mcmillions as well which is the one about the the mcdonald's monopoly fraud (gasps) oh it was so funny because I think it was McMillions, but it could be said about both of them where Phil was like, pauses it and he looks at me and he was like, we're 26 minutes in. Do you realize how some people just say things without really saying anything? And I was just dying laughing because I was like, honestly, you could probably condense all of this information into like an hour and it goes over like six episodes. <laughs> And they just keep repeating things. And I'm just like, what, you're, now that you've pointed it out, I can't like get into this and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say the staircase was more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm finding the John Wayne Gacy one. I mean, I just finished it, hoping that there would be some exciting thing at the end, but. Uh. Nope, he just killed 22 guys. <laughs> like what it is. <laughs> well, it's funny because like the whole, like a big premise throughout it is like there was someone else involved. He didn't do all of them, but it's like 
Am I supposed to feel bad for you that you only killed 25 people and not the 33 that you're getting blamed for? Like, you still <laughs> are not, like, <laughs> I, like, like no, I don't know. You, you still suck. I don't feel bad for you. Well, right. And it's like, I, I think I'm not that far into it. So it's like barely talks to him. But it's just so funny how they're like, they're telling him things that he's been convicted of. And he's still like, no. No, I was just this nice guy. There's just 22 bodies under my house. No reason. Don't worry about it. My my favorite thing is is um, that he says that he doesn't like that clown sort of got a bad name after all the stuff that happened around his case. <laughs> I was like, well, if you're passionate about something, maybe don't dress up like that thing and kill kids. It's easy. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, but clowns never had a good rap. <laughs> <laughs> That actually segues well into the movie that Phil and I just watched in Swedish, which I didn't realize the movie was going to be. I thought there would be English dubs because it was a really popular book. And there's actually going to be a Tom Hanks version of it coming out next year. Hmm. Um, but it's a man called Ove. A Tom Hanks version. So you mean an, a version that's in English? <laughs> yeah, an English version. <laughs> well, Tom Hanks speaks English. So I thought that was self-explanatory. <laughs> No, I think Tom Hanks is, like, directing and starring. So, like, it's a Tom Hanks version. Oh, okay. The Tom Hanks <laughs> extended cut. It was so funny because I was really excited to watch it. And then, like, we started and it's just, like, subtitles. And Phil was like, do I have to read the whole time? It's like, calm down. Because <laughs> there weren't dubs. I thought there would be dubs. But I'm with you where I prefer, like, the normal voice. Yeah. Anyways, the reason a cl- the reason I brought up a clown is there is definitely a part where Ove I identify with and he punches a clown at the hospital in the face. <laughs> he doesn't do that in the movie, but in the book there are a few times where I'm like, Ove probably should have been arrested and sentenced to anger management classes at some point. <laughs> Did you read a book that was in Swedish? No, no. The book is in English. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm saying like the book is really popular, popular enough where they're like, we're going to do an English with a famous American actor movie. So I was surprised that this movie didn't have dubs at least. Oh, okay. Like I was surprised. I was like, you think that a bunch of people are watching the movie after reading the book. And I think the book even says that it's like made into a major motion picture or whatever. But it's like, like, you can read Swedish. Are you from Africa? No. (laughs) Everyone from Africa can read Swedish. And I was just laughing because I was also like, it's a Swedish language movie, which means like, it, like I was just like, it kind of baffled me because I was like, I understand that there has to be entertainment in countries that don't speak English, but that's a really narrow market. <laughs> like, like you either live in Sweden and speak Swedish or, or you don't like, <laughs> anyways i just like it was just something i thought about i was like well no wonder they don't have like powerhouse big budget movies because there's only like 10 million people to watch it anyway wait what is this what is this called a man called ove oh okay i thought you were 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 you googling it (laughs) no i thought that's how you were saying i thought that's just how you were talking like if i was talking about harry potter and i was like a character called ron does this like that's why no, no. <laughs> the, the book and the movie are called a man called ove and then you learn when you're listening to them it's ova or something like that and then phil was like oh it's a german name too by the way when i said swedish 
and that only 10 million people could possibly watch it because that's all that speaks Swedish. I just looked up the population of Sweden to be like, I know that that was wrong and dramatic. The population was only 10.23 million people. <laughs> is that a lot? I don't know. No, America is like 360 million or something. Oh. Like 10.23 million people is like, I think they were disappointed that only 8 million people tuned into the Oscars or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole country of Sweden. Uh, sorry that just made me laugh because i thought i was being oh okay the u.s is 330 million people i was gonna say 320 but then i thought i had heard a 360 number before so okay 330 how could you make that mistake that's so embarrassing how can it happen (laughs) so anyhow it was just something that i thought about that i was like i honestly have never thought about that (laughs) that is interesting that makes sense it is the the luxury that we have of speaking to be honest mm-hmm. um okay um is there anything else you've been watching yeah actually this weekend i watched two movies that i've been wanting to watch for a while uh one of them was a vince vaughn movie that i texted lorraine while i was watching it uh called freaky and i'm deciding if i want to do it do it on the podcast because in the one sense it sort of fits because like you probably wouldn't you won't pick it out <laughs> Well, you would never put this movie on because it's basically a slasher movie, but you might because it's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no, I like, I remember hearing about it and being like, that's funny that it's like a Freaky Friday, but horror. So like, it's like Freaky Friday meets Friday the 13th, basically. Yeah. Honestly, I bet Phil would want to watch that with me too. So <laughs> it's pretty fun. I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. And Vince Vaughn is like, I mean, because essentially he's playing a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And he like is pretty funny. <laughs> I got you to watch. I got you to watch the new Jumanji, right? I watched that one. Yes, I haven't seen the second one or the okay. original Jumanji. Yeah, I I got Andrea to watch the. I got you to watch it, right? I got her to watch the first one. I think because you were like reluctant because you were so afraid of the original Jumanji, and I was like, no, this yes. one is really funny. And the and like the funniest part absolutely is Jack Black as a girl right (laughs) um and then we also watched uh willie's wonderland which is have you heard of that no what is it it is nick cage well basically the movie is he's he's trapped inside a place like it's a chuck e cheese-esque place Mm -hmm. but all the anim except like like Chuck E. Cheese already looks sort of creepy, but like imagine if he was way creepier and there's a bunch of animatronics like that and they all come to life and are trying to kill him and eat him basically. Oh um, and he has God. to kill them. So um, it was like Bullwinkles. I don't know what that is. Well, no, it's <gasps> like. You never went to Bullwinkles? I mean, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. Is that what Bullwinkles is? <laughs> I yes. I mean, I. Okay, so Chuck E. Cheese, I never went to and I will never let my children go to. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm so appalled. Oh but Bullwinkles was like another version of Chunky Cheese, but it was based off of like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh. Do you not know what I'm talking about? The only place I've even heard of Rocky and Bullwinkle is when it was referenced on Full House when I was little. Okay. So I never <laughs> knew it. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, anyhow, I'm sorry. That sounds horrifying. 
It was, it's sort of like, or I think a rip, or I don't know if it's a ripoff or base or whatever, but there's like a, the, the video game, there's a video game like that called Five Nights at Freddy's that's like really pop, that was like really popular for a while. It's sort of like that, I, I was told, but yeah, it was super fun. I mean, it's Nick Cage and he's just like beating the shit out of giant stuffed animals, so... <laughs> Obviously, oh, the stuffed animals come to... alive. I thought it was just the animatronics. Well, no, well, no. I mean, that's what they—they they look like giant stuffed animals. Like, oh, okay, okay. But they're like some of them are really creepy, and like one of them is a is like a pixie girl, but like she crawls around like. Hmm. <laughs> but it was like it was just really something, fun. Yeah, something Sid constructed. Well, I mean, she looks uh, well. Not quite that that gruesome, but <laughs> the fact that she's like human size definitely makes up for it. That's extra scary. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna see if I can scary. find. Let's see if I can find a GIF of her crawling around to send to you. That's horrifying. <laughs> but like yeah, that. so I've been wanting to watch both those movies for a while. We did it this weekend because it was like raining and like didn't really do anything. So I was productive in that sense. Yeah, it's April and it rained here. It's kind of unusual to be like raining this late in April for us. So, right. It's kind of nice. I spent a bunch of time cleaning and yeah. Oh, also, um, we did start the stand, um, which made me laugh because earlier Andrea said something about Paramount Plus, which I think is what the stand is on. And so they give you the first episode free and then you got to sign up for a, a one week trial. And so we watched the first episode and then Phil's been very busy with work. So we haven't gotten back to it, but I like it so far. It's based off of like the Stephen King book. Kind oh. of like an end of the world apocalypse thing. And so we've only watched the first episode, which I was super into. So I'll let you know how it goes. Hmm. Oh yeah. No, I was curious about, cause I know there was a movie, but it didn't look like the movie was that like did that well or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was curious about the show. Yeah, I mean, we like I said, we only watched the first episode. If you have Paramount, I would say go watch it because it was good. And, okay. Um, because we have to do it in a week. We're kind of waiting for when he's, his work is slowed down. We can do like a binge uh-huh. a few nights. Um, the other thing is I'm listening to a podcast where I actually just finished it. And it made me laugh because earlier Andrea was downloading a part of the audio because she said I sound too high-pitched like a high school girl. Um. <laughs> Which is funny because my boyfriend just made fun of my voicemail for that. But it was funny because she was like, oh, it's taking forever. It says nine more seconds. Well, <laughs> well, I want it first now. Of all, first of all, being a millennial, I remember when it would be like 342 years and then it would download in like 19 minutes. And you'd be like, that was so fast. <laughs> it was like set, set expectations really low. And then 19 minutes seems incredible for a bunk version of hot and her by nelly off of casa but anyways it's so funny because i'm listening to this podcast called fraudsters and they just finished up their first season i think it is and their last at their last episode they kind of do like three or four episodes per topic and they did their last one on enron and i like Mm -hmm. had to stop the podcast and ask phil and be like what percentage faster is the internet now than it was in 2001 so give me a percentage andrea that is less than what you think horsepower is but more than what actual horsepower is uh wait what percent faster Mm -hmm. 
um, two hundred thousand percent faster. No, <laughs> you always ruin the guess. I want my. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did my my range between actual horsepower. To be fair, and- to be fair, you were between six hundred thousand and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, it's three thousand percent faster. And the reason this topic came up uh. is because Enron was trying. They tried to get Blockbuster Video to do Netflix in two thousand two with those internet speeds. Oh my god. <laughs> And they t- they apparently said the most common thing that a user like downloaded out of 138 test user beta users that signed up was the Care Bear movie, and like eight people downloaded it, and it took like an hour of three, or, like an average of like three hours or something insane. It's like oh I could drive to Blockbuster and pick up the movie and come back <laughs> before like and watch the movie before this was done downloading. Oh my god. So that was just hysterical. I, anyways, I, if you're interested at all in Enron in that insane fraud, it was very interesting. It's good. <laughs> also, to address the horsepower comment, Andrea, do you want to talk about what you thought of horsepower? Um, I don't remember how it came up. I think I was talking about like how I turned on a podcast. They were talking about like literal horses and like how how if two Andrea hor- has a Andrea has a real thing with horses and horsepower <laughs> because it, it so like you would think that two horses pulling like a cart or whatever would be two horsepower but like if those two horses like know each other or have like I don't know what like it can be more like they can pull like two times that or or something so I was t- trying to say I was like so that just like obliterates like the are under like horsepower in a car so like <laughs> and i think i said i was like so if the if the car is like six hundred thousand horsepower or something and <laughs> that's only and, 10 horses <laughs> and, as it, and as it came out of my mouth i thought that number was way too low i'm so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, like, we like had to stop walking. Lorraine was like bent over laughing. She was like, my truck is like maybe 450. Like <laughs> 450 horsepower. Like, my truck has 350 horsepower. I don't know. It's like, I don't even know what would have 600,000 horsepower. Like a motherfucking rocket ship. We were looking it up and even a rocket ship doesn't have that many. A rocket ship doesn't even. And then, a ro- and then like when you ask the question to Google, they're like, you stupid. That's not even a good measurement for rockets. I'm like, I don't know. I just want an answer. What could possibly be 600,000 the best part about it is that I told my brother because I was I literally did have like tears in my eyes (laughs) oh never mind never mind space shuttles definitely have way more they have like 37 million (laughs) (laughs) do they really I looked it up the three the three space shuttle main engines generate about 37 million horsepower at oh that my point, god. At that okay. point, why okay. are we still comparing it to horses? <laughs> well, that's why that's why when I Googled it the first time, I thought it said no, but it also was like it's not a good measurement because of the way horsepower is measured and the pressure and whatever. So rockets are totally irrelevant. 
but it was just funny because I was like, what could possibly have a... So anyways, <laughs> I told my brother about it. And, and he... your brother's like a car guy and stuff. Like, Yeah, he's a car guy. My dad's a mechanic. So my brother didn't... He laughed, but he didn't like laugh that hard. But the best part is that he didn't laugh as hard as I did. But the best part was he now he sends me anytime like there's like a record breaking like drag race or whatever he'll be like this one hit 10,000 horsepower and he'll send it to me and I'll go getting closer. (laughs) We're getting there. (laughs) Those engines by the way like they run and then that's so brutal to the engine they have to take it apart and rebuild the whole thing. (laughs) It's never gonna happen. I don't know. Like I've seen truck commercials before. I've seen car commercials. Like I don't know. <laughs> you're, why. Like, I, you're like I tuned out completely. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I think it's just like that's too many horses for me to fathom in my head. Like a <laughs> unit of measurement. Like it's like wow, that's like a whole auditorium full of horses. Like I don't know. It's like <laughs> a whole auditorium. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I just don't. Those numbers don't like stick with me. <laughs> And like I really did think, oh, that was too low when I said it. And then <laughs> and then when you started laughing, I thought it was because it was so low. <laughs> well, and here's a here's a good one for you, Andrea. By your estimation, there could only be like four or five cars in the United States if we based it on horsepower. There's only 3.8 million horses in the United <laughs> States. There's one horse for every three Swedish That's citizens. What I was just about to say. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh that's great <laughs> okay <laughs> should we discuss the movie yes what will i be watching does it have meg ryan in it it doesn't and it's so funny you always say meg ryan and i gotta be like the you only associate that with me because of french kiss and how much i love french kiss. yeah because of, of french kiss no i only thought that because you said it was back to the origin where i brought up meg ryan so no no and I, honestly like i've never watched you've got mail oh i have i have seen, seen sleepless one. in seattle um but i've never like rewatched it it's just french kiss that one gets me it's funny uh-huh. also my roommate in my freshman year of college and i used to watch it all the time okay so we are going to be watching andrea the sweetest thing oh do you know, okay do you know I've, anything I've, about I've, that uh, I know it's a rom-com. Okay. I don't okay, know good. anything. I've heard the name before. I don't know anything else. So it's got Christina Applegate, Cameron Diaz, Selma Blair. Um, oh. Jason Bateman is in it. I did not know that. Oh. So yeah, those are like the most famous people in it, I think. Yeah. Hmm. So anyhow, some some good names. And it's just a very cute, good little rom-com. Okay. Okay. So well, well, I'm really excited for you to see this one, Andrea. Are you excited? I guess I'm excited. I hope it's not too cheesy. No, I honestly think it's pretty funny, and it definitely is cheesy in some ways. But they're doing it like intentionally. So okay, they're like it's a rom com. Let's hit all the rom com tropes. Okay. Well, honestly, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm not entirely sure what to expect. But I do remember a few funny scenes, and I have seen it like a few times. So <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. We'll see how it goes. Are you ready? Yep. Go watch All right. it. Go watch it. All right, 
everyone. Welcome back. Andrea and I have both watched The Sweetest Thing. I yes. will say that me trying to watch it was not without event because I have stars on my Prime account and I didn't want to pay for it on Phil's <laughs> account, which is hooked to the TV. But his TV does not cast. Like, you Can't know, like, you just I send can... him $4? Yeah, I don't want to pay. I'm already oh, paying for stars oh, oh, on my oh, on my prime. Okay. I'm already paying. Gotcha. But like he his TV doesn't cast. Like my TV used to just like even if I didn't have the Chromecast or whatever, like a fire stick or whatever plugged in, I could cast from my phone to the TV no matter what. His does not do that. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna finally set up the Chromecast six months after moving in. Oh my god. So I go to set up the Chromecast, which is actually just easier than I thought it would be um but like the the cables are all plugged in incorrectly where like ones with a really long cord are plugged into the hole that's close and then ones with like a really short cord are plugged like all the way over here and then like the fire or the Chromecast wasn't going to be able to plug in (laughs) and so I was like I gotta unplug some shit and like do some cable management here move things around so I move that heavy ass credenza get back there and whatever anyways the moral story is I had to unplug one cord that had a really long one. And I was like, you could switch sides so I can plug this in. And as soon as I unplug it, it's like this white skinny cord, with like this big power block. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And I like unplug it. And as soon as I unplug it, I'm like, I think that was the router. You lead such a I, thrilling life. I can't wait to see the documentary about it. <laughs> no, it was just so funny because then... As soon as I unplugged it, I was like, ooh, I think that was the router. And Phil's down here playing video games with his friends online. (gasps) (laughs) Apparently, he has to, like, he'll get kicked off if he doesn't, like, log back in within three minutes or something. So he's just like, but immediately, he's not like, oh, did you lose internet learning? He's like, did you unplug the router? (laughs) I was like, how is that your first guess? My God, no, you don't get it. It's, like, hard to, like get online and play with your friends and have everybody like have their internet working and they're not getting kicked off like the stars have to align and if they had aligned and he got kicked off because of you i would be very mad (laughs) i mean to be fair he probably does it like twice a week for several hours so it's not like he's lacking in game time but he was like i was like i'm really sorry and he didn't get mad or anything he just instantly apparently hooked it up to his phone (laughs) <laughs> really quickly because he was like you have to log back in in three minutes and I was like I'm really sorry <laughs> like I wasn't thinking maybe if we set this up six months ago it wouldn't be a problem now oh my god what is anyways play? all of that was so that I didn't pay the four dollars <laughs> something called count something called counter-strike oh on a pc yeah okay what a nerd <laughs> <laughs> Um, sometimes sometimes his friend who plays he plays video games with listens to this so he'll laugh at that (laughs) i've done i've done a lot more to avoid paying four dollars i mean i thought you would not you would you of all people would not think what i did was crazy but it was his tv is not like um like google home enabled so like now now it's the chromecast is connected to the google home and the but like the google home can't connect to the tv directly so i can't tell it to power on and power off and stuff and i was like this is doo-doo <laughs> and it we switched tvs all because his is five inches bigger we all know how what men we'll feel about five, five inches, inches. Ah, we both got there 
<laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Just like the movies. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the sweetest thing, Andrea. All right. Yeah, so I have many thoughts. <laughs> my first thought was this is rated R. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, so we start off with like a montage of guys talking about her. And it's exactly like in Mean Girls when they're talking about Regina George, you know, where that girl's like, Regina George is flawless. Like they're talking about like how it's like an it's like an interview, like a documentary. <laughs> yes, yes. And they're just basically talking about how they they liked her and I guess she goes to them or something. And but she's a heartbreaker. Uh-huh. Um so Basically, so in the movie, we have Cameron Diaz, Christina Applegate, and Selma Blair and their roommates. And my first criticism is that Cameron Diaz's character is named Christina. And that was confusing me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it messed me up at one point when I like got towards the end. I wrote Christina and I was like, wait, no, that was Cameron Diaz. And I was like, oh, no, her character is Christina. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. Like, I know. Like, if Christina Applegate is in the movie... Right. Why well, is like, the name so important? Just give her her name. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, was this based on a book or something? Like, unless like that's the case, and there's no reason. <laughs> but I mean, I guess unless you're taking notes on it, it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But it was just like, uh, yes, it did confuse me as well. I mean, I have to say, so Christina Applegate, Cameron Diaz, Selma Blair has a great cast. I, I. I mean, it's a good really cast, love. but there's, like, basically no reason for Selma Blair's character to be in the movie at all. Like, um, but, so, I mean, I like her. I like them all, but, um, but, I mean, I guess you do need her, though, to, to, so that you can hear um, Christina Cameron Diaz talk about, like, you hear her philosophy about dating, is like yeah, Selma Blair, it- like, your group has to have, like, the one that's really wild and crazy, and then the one that's, like, really, like, romantic and trying to find love and sweet, and then, like, the one that's in the middle. Right. Um. So, But so, Selma Blair just got dumped, and so to cheer her up, they go out to a crazy club, and there are a lot of very enthusiastic dancers, <laughs> like. guys just dancing all over the place and crazy and so that was pretty funny um can i chime in with one of the things during the interviews that made me laugh really hard is yes despite what you might say about this movie this is from 2002 so this has like a lot of fun hilarious memories to me Uh because one of the guys um that's talking about her goes to call her and she gave her he gave yes yeah she gave him the aol movie phone number like the hotline (laughs) and i was like oh my god oh remember things like that i was like aol movie phone number like where you used to call and get the movie listings it was just all really funny oh my god yeah something like that happens later that i'll i'll mention but yeah there was a lot of stuff like that in this movie where you're like oh my god that's what you had to do so yeah they're at the club selma blair's sad because guys aren't interested in her but i was like she's so pretty but i felt like they made her look frumpy or something i don't know it's 
It's so funny because like they're clubbing in San Francisco and I was like, this is way more glamorous than clubbing in San Francisco is like it is. I mean, maybe, maybe in 2002 it was like this, but <laughs> it's, it looked like Vegas basically. And I was like, that's yeah. not my experience in San Francisco. And then I was just like <laughs> loving the outfits. It was like all of the combination, like every combination of like early aughts, terrible fashion. It was like all of them had midriff showing. Yes, all of them, yes. like one of them was, had just one sleeve. One of them, Christina Applegate's character was wearing one of those tiny, tiny vests that's like just barely hanging on. If one of them's wearing like a belly bracelet, it was just too funny. I was like, this yeah. fashion is the best. <laughs> um so so then uh Thomas Jane walks by and and this is where I put in my notes, Christina, parentheses, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> because I knew that if I didn't put that, I would think that it was Christina Applegate later. Um, oh, I just wrote C D. <laughs> uh, C D. Which applied for 2002. Um, so, and Christina grabs his ass to get his attention. And then they sort of get into like, they bicker a little bit because he basically... harassment, by the way. Uh, what she did was not okay. She was in the wrong, but she calls him a dick and he gets offended justifiably. And it's like a deep grab too, though. Like it wasn't like a quick pinch or like a pat. It was like in there, like... <laughs> no, like yeah, it yeah, it, like it would be so much worse if it happened to to a woman. Like yes, <laughs> it was aggressive. Uh, and then, like, meanwhile, while this is going on, Christina Applegate, whose name is what's her name, Courtney, um, whose character's name is Courtney, she's talking to a guy at a bar, and they just keep asking each other, "What's up." What's up with you? Like going back and forth. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Oh. Yeah, there's I, there's one thing that I read, by the way, while they're doing that. She's eating olives out of her martini. And I read on IMDb that's like kind of a gag that if you might not have caught that like they're standing there for minutes doing this and she's still eating olives. Like they just never end. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't make that like, connection. Like your martini normally only has like two or three olives. She's just eating right. olives every time you see her. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have a, a a funny scene in the bathroom where basically courtney i guess has like fake boobs but they look very real and all the girls are grabbing them to see how soft they are and she's yeah, so she, about she, it and they're having this nice conversation and then after the bathroom she runs into thomas jane's character his name is peter and they have a slightly better interaction <laughs> And his brother is Jason Bateman. And we find out that Peter is in Jason Bateman's wedding on Saturday. Yes. Um, and I said at first he was like kind of a prick, but then he was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, because Which the bounty. Jason Bateman, because his yeah. character at first he's kind of a dick, but then he was like getting dragged away by the bouncer and some girl had just puked on him and he's like no don't touch that that's puke you don't want to touch that you don't want to touch me and the bouncer's like dragging him out he's like you're pinching my arm skin (laughs) (laughs) he was really funny in this um (laughs) uh so there's a lot of so as they're kind of chatting back and forth peter's trying to get 
Cameron Diaz, Christina, um, to Christina, right? Yes. Uh, Christina to get Christina to come back to the after party and hang out with them. Um, and she ends up not going. She like thought about it, didn't go, regretted it. Um, but during the course of this, they find out that the wedding is in Somerset, California, which is a tiny town. I had to Google it up by Placerville. I thought it, I, every time I watched this movie before, I always thought it was like in Napa, like in wine country or something. I did not realize how far away it was. Is that really but, far? So that's like a four hour drive or something in between? Placerville's like up kind of like Tahoe. Okay. So yeah, like three. They said three and a half in the movie, which is probably about right from San Francisco. Okay. But she regrets not going because she has a dream about Peter. Oh, God. And I won't get into it too. (laughs) It was so funny when he very seriously looks at her and goes, men don't really like oral sex. That's a dirty rumor that started in the 50s. (laughs) need to put an end to it. (laughs) I was like, that is a dream. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's funny. I wrote down that she wakes up and looks at a clock. Because you don't have a cell phone to look at. Right. And then, and it wasn't just like, like nowadays I feel like they do that in the movies. Like they still have the alarm clock by the bed sometimes. Like whatever, like just for like the, they're looking at a clock yeah. message. But like she literally picks up this little clock. And I'm pretty sure we had one that looked just like it. And then she calls 411 um, to get the hotel um, number it's to see if this- she- I was like, this is how she has to get a hold of him. That's wild. That is how life used to work. So she calls 411, tries to call the suite that they were in because it was like some fancy suite. They had already checked out, which is crazy. It's like 8 a.m., but I guess they yeah. had to get back for the wedding. Are we assuming that that was the bachelor party, you think? Those bre- the Yes. Well, okay. that was the bachelor party. I was really confused about the timeline because some of it seemed like the wedding was the next day. Yeah. But then it could not have been with everything that went on. So, (laughs) right, right. So it must have been like the next week or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So then it's the next day, and Selma Blair, who's named Jane, uh, or they they sort of run into each other on the street. Their like friendship between the three of them is like the best part of the movie, especially Christina Applegate. Yeah. They're cute. I like that you say that about Christina Applegate because I had honestly never really given her too much thought, which I guess is like rude, but I don't know how many things I've really seen her in, but uh, she's very endearing in this movie. <laughs> oh, I always think she is a breath of fresh air no matter where she is. Like she's like usually, my, I mean, in like Anchorman and stuff, like she's like a lot of times like. Oh I yeah, Veronica Corningstone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So they the girls sort of run into each other on the street and Jane Selma Blair has she has Courtney's dress in a bag she had borrowed it for the club and she she went home with a guy and she's taking it to the dry cleaner so obviously you can make the leap of why <laughs> and she goes to the, the dry little cleaners. Monica Lewinsky moment <laughs> she she knows the guy who works at the dry cleaner who's like an old man and then she's obviously really mortified but then it's even worse because in come a bunch of little children and her old third grade teacher and a priest who also knows her and they're like that's quite a stain on that dress it's like (laughs) did you catch that he licked it 
Yes! Because the dry cleaner's trying to tell her, you need to tell me what it is, or I'm not going to be it, like, it'll help me get it out. And she's like, I don't know, I think I spilled some soda. And he's like, this is not soda. Yeah. And I was like, Mr. Martin, this many years in business, you right? know better than to ask what a large white stain is. Yeah, I was like, make the leap. Um, also, <laughs> I thought it was funny that Courtney wasn't mad at all about the dress. <laughs> oh my she- gosh, no. <laughs> They just um, made fun of her relentlessly in the street. <laughs> yeah. And the priest was having dinner with her parents that night. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all called her Little Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Little Jane. That's funny. So Christina's having lunch with Courtney. And Courtney's like, you liked that guy from the from last night. You liked him. And. Then they kind of come up with the idea to go basically crash the wedding. Well, she, I guess she mentions that he was having a wedding and then Courtney's like, we should go, go find him. And I was like, oh, this is why Lorraine likes this movie because she loves crashing things about crashing weddings. (laughs) (laughs) I never picked up on that, you know, romantic at heart, I guess. (laughs) That was my first thought. Um, So... So they decide that they're going to go go drive to the wedding. It's always been my dream to crash the wedding. <laughs> yep. We should cut that Taylor so- Swift song into here. <laughs> What's a Taylor Swift song? Oh, there's like a don't don't marry her song. <laughs> oh my god. Speak now. Oh I'll my send god. it to you later. <laughs> okay, I shall anxiously await it. I'll do it while you talk. <laughs> so Jason Bateman and Thomas Jane are at the driving range talking about girls and like the night before. And he's kind of like, oh, you liked that girl from from last night. And they're like, they have like some nice brother moments that are pretty fun. And there's a funny part with the grandpa who seems very old and he's talking about He's like, the love of my life. And they're like, oh, yeah, like grandma or whatever. And he's like, no, forget grandma. I'm talking about so-and-so. It's the, like, and, and they're like, so if you see a girl like that, you just got to grab her and hold on. Like, or said something like that. Yeah. So he just regularly throughout the movie goes, ah, fuck grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had a friend who, like, that was her favorite line. So she would always say, fuck grandma. I did like the grandma. It's funny. <laughs> the grandma stuff um then the girls are they're on the they're like basically having a little road trip and i hate hate hated this lorraine why (laughs) there's a scene in a public bathroom um okay wait there's a lot more before this happens can we can i take one step back Yes, I'm sorry. Some of the stuff is so raunchy. I'm just skipping it. <laughs> you You're can, so you funny. Can I was just, it this is why it's rated R. Okay, so number one, they're using a map, which was just killer to me. Oh I was God. like, this I is never even make it before anywhere. like they didn't even print, they didn't even print out MapQuest. <laughs> it's a while back, <laughs> and then they. So, um, Courtney Christina Applegate's car is a hot mess, and Cameron Diaz. Christina is like it she says it smells like moldy ass in here and <laughs> and Courtney's like you're right I forgot I had some ass in here and now it's moldy 
So she's like digging through all this garbage, which looks like a ton of like California pizza kitchen boxes. Right. I, I caught that as well. Yeah. And she finds a to go um, foil thing that's like a swan. So, you know, like if you go to a fancy restaurant yeah. and they put your food in the, and they make it like a sh- foil shape, which I always thought that was the weirdest thing in the world. Like, Oh, I thought that that was exclusively for duck at a Chinese restaurant. I didn't oh, think that they no. did it for other things. No, it's like ta- it's like uh, your goodie bag. Like it's just oh. so funny. I was like, why? So she's like, oh, oh, this is the source. And then she opens it, and it's full of maggots. And she throws it out the window, and then it flies magically ahead of them, and then hits the windshield and like bursts. It's so uh, which is disgusting. And so this is how they end up in a roadside, well, get like gas station restroom, which honestly, Andrea, (laughs) this reminded me of when we were coming back from Tahoe from backpacking. And remember, we had to like kind of emergency stop, I think, to get gas. At that time, we stopped at a bathroom. And remember how like long that person was in the bathroom before us? I don't remember that, but. (laughs) It I was so to... there were so many weird things going on in this place, and it was broad daylight. It was like the middle of the day, and someone I... was taking like a bath in the bathroom. It was just to use for me to use a public bathroom like that. I I have to go pretty damn bad. Like we <laughs> if we just got back from backpacking, I probably would have opted for the woods over a public restroom. Like... Yes, I I was totally with you. I'm totally with you on that. But um, that brings us to this bathroom. Yes, it's horrible. Yes, there's someone in the women's room who's like, it's going to be a while. Or she says something funny. She's like, I had this for lunch or whatever. And Christina Applegate, like, really funnily <laughs> said a word. I don't know. She's that says, information like, that we absolutely had to have. <laughs> she's like, was that absolutely necessary for her to tell us? So they sort of go in the men's room and it's so gross. Christina Applegate pees in the urinal which i thought was pretty funny i mean i think it's funny that you think that's funny because i wrote it down to be like why are you using the urinal like wait 10 seconds for your friend to be done but like the reason the reason they stopped was to clean themselves off like it wasn't like oh i have to pee so bad i'm gonna pee in the men's urinal <laughs> <laughs> right and i also feel like at that point a sink is easier for what yeah. women's anatomy but okay carry on Okay, wait, I just, okay, from this point forward, I'm going to say Christina to meet Cameron Diaz and and Courtney to meet Christina Applegate. I messed up before and said Christina Applegate again. Why why would you do this? I don't Um, know, it's hard. So Christina is, she's the one in the stall and there is a glory hole in it, which is just so gross. And, but she like doesn't know what it is. And it's because it's like a dog's mouth. It's like there's like a dog painted around it, which makes it extra gross. And I don't know why she's sticking her face by it. But well, she she found a note that said, follow the yellow brick road. And there was a painting of the yellow brick road and she followed it and it led to the hole. And she's like, well, what's in there? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Spoiler, it was a penis. (laughs) (laughs) As with most glory holes. But so she gets sort of poked in the eye with a foreign penis. And Courtney is trying to flush the urinal. And she just like keeps hitting it. And I'm just like, 
dude, you can just leave it. The whole place is so gross. We're we're way past common decency. Like, but it's then, one of those bathrooms where you get the feeling that like the walls are wet and sticky. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those bathrooms where you just decide to hold it. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, of course, water just sprays everywhere out of the urinal. Well, they, like, rip it. She, like, rips it off the wall. Yeah. (laughs) Starts, like, shooting out of the pipe. And it sends her completely, like, flying across the room. (laughs) And then, and then uh, Christina comes out of the bath, out of the stall, and she's getting sprayed, too. So then they're, they're outside, like, cracking up. Well, Courtney's laughing about it. Christina's not happy. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Christina's going through like three bottles of like contact solution to spray her eye (laughs) like yeah she's upset about the penis yeah yeah, she's upset about being jabbed in the eye (laughs) yeah she's like I'm gonna get pink eye (laughs) and they're changing so then they're by the car and and they're they're changing out of their bathroom water clothes and the the pina colada song comes on on the radio and they're dancing and singing along to it and i wrote what are their underwear like why are they like <laughs> well they joked about the underwear because she's like i'm all out of out of uh regular underwear just my sexy ones and so like cameron diaz is wearing like full-on granny panties like they're like baggy yeah. and then <laughs> christina applegate is wearing like boys boxers like yeah. <laughs> i was like how did they even fit those under the clothes they were wearing right there's also a scene of selma blair back at work um where she works at a shoe store where she seems to be what they would call her in legally blonde a frigid bitch um because <laughs> that's like her she's a little like her character in Le- legally blonde uh when she turns nice um <laughs> but that's this true. girl that's who true once this girl who works for her is like there's no one here can i just do this and she's like no you have to do this whatever and the girl goes you need to get laid whatever so selma blair's boy toy that she had met at the club comes in and he is an elephant and he had told her that he works at the children's hospital so she's like okay he's an (laughs) idiot but like he obviously has a good job and then he comes in dressed as an elephant she's like what is this and he's like i told you i work at the children's hospital (laughs) <laughs> so she has sex with a with a furry elephant at work and then gets called downstairs because her boss shows up and then the girls call and he puts them on speakerphone for them to say lots of crazy things so so yeah that, there's that so Selma Blair does exist so yes yeah she's just at work so then they are this is just so chaotic the Courtney and Christina <laughs> They are painting their nails while driving. I was like, <laughs> this is not relatable. <laughs> and some. You always think that a car ride is smoother than it is until you try to paint your nails in the car. I have tried. Oh my or God, just try I've to never write. Tried. Or just try to write anything. Like, just... I, can't, I can't even drink out of a wide mouth water bottle in the car. Like, I'm certainly <laughs> not going to risk something that's gonna make a huge mess my My younger cousin used to like do her homework in the car on the way home from school and i was just like i don't even understand like i can't write one word without me being like this is not okay (laughs) (laughs) um 
do you want to talk about the scene that happens? I didn't want to talk about I was going to skip it. <laughs> this is like one of the most famous scenes. So we're talking about this, Andrea. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes, I'm sorry that this might make you uncomfortable, but we're going to talk about the scene. So the chaos with Courtney and Christina continues when um, Courtney is trying to put on her lips lip gloss and she drops the lip gloss portion of the, I don't know, thing. Oh, I thought it was nail polish. That was why I was like, holy shit, is she not more upset than the silver car? Okay, Okay, I didn't realize that. (laughs) So she put on lip gloss, one of those ones where you dip it in and it has a wand. um, And she's trying to put her lip gloss on and she drops the lip gloss portion. And she's like, oh, shoot, I dropped my lip gloss. Can you um, go down there and get it? To which Christina, Cameron Diaz, is like, sure, no problem. Keep in mind, they're both like in their underwear. Also, I don't know if you meant if what you meant by I, what is with their underwear, Andrea, is like, why was Cameron Diaz wearing one granny panties, which th- that was explained, but the like why she was wearing like an, a, a U.S. flag. Yes, basically it looks like bikini a top like, yes, as, was... as like a bra underneath her formal wear for a wedding. I was so confused. I, yes, I was, too. And I also was like Cameron Diaz's outfit was not meet the man of my dreams and crash a wedding type outfit like she was wearing some sort of like pants with like a t like a shirt which would have been like a work like kind of like a businessy shirt but like wear like a hot dress or something like it was just weird anyway so drops a lip gloss um christina cameron diaz goes down to get it and she's like fishing around between courtney's legs because you know she dropped it and a motorcyclist comes pulling up and thinks that she's, like, going down on her. So he starts making crazy faces. And then Courtney starts making, like, faces and sounds as if that's what's happening. <laughs> um, and the motorcyclist is getting aggressively excited. And, and so then Courtney kills a motorcyclist. Basically, because he yeah. looks up and... <laughs> It's a sign and like totally wipes out. Yeah. Um, the best part is when Christina comes back <laughs> up and gets the lip gloss. She's all, man, I almost got smothered down there. <laughs> and then she and then she goes to Courtney. She's like, are you okay? And and Courtney, because <laughs> she's oblivious to the motorcyclist probably dying. <laughs> and Courtney's like, never better, never better, really? never been better. <laughs> so they get to a little town and they Somerset. So, okay, they so they get to the town of the wedding. Okay, so they run into a store and they have maps around their legs to cover their underwear. But I was like, why couldn't they have just put on their wet pants? Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, that's anything's better than just going in with nothing. I feel like um, I didn't see that. <laughs> they had yeah, they were like had wrapped maps around the, the paper maps around their waist. But I was like, why would you just put your pants back on? I also noted that their toilet water hair dried beautifully. <laughs> always. Always does. And their makeup is, is like their mascara isn't running. I mean, they touched up in the car, but still. Yeah. Uh, so they're in, they, they're in like, it's sort of like an old fashioned kind of dress store. And the woman who like owns it or whatever is like really adorable. She's like too precious for this world. And there's a pretty funny, like, Basically, again, I wrote that like my my be- my favorite part of this movie was like their friendship, and um, so they they're trying stuff on or or whatever, and then Courtney's like, "Do we have time for a movie montage?" 
<laughs> so they do like a trying stuff off mo- trying stuff on montage like they do grease and flash dance and there's a really funny one with pretty woman they do where... dumb and dumber which you wouldn't recognize since you've not seen that <laughs> oh i didn't know that was what that was okay what the suits are <laughs> Okay, I remember what you're talking about. I did not make that connection, though. There's a there's a funny pretty woman one, though, with the part where she's putting her hand in the... What is jewelry it? The, box? Yeah, the jewelry box. And, and the, the, the store owner woman, like, closes it on her. And she does the laugh. That was... I, like, laughed out loud at that. That was pretty funny. Did you know in that movie, that was actually a surprise to Julia Roberts? Like, Richard Gere was fucking around with her? I did not know that. That's funny. So that's like a genuine reaction and they kept it. Oh, oh, I love that. That's funny. So the dress is, well, they find something, obviously. Well, (laughs) the store owner is like, like Andrea said, uh, a precious old woman and you recognize her, but I didn't know what she was from, but I recognized her. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She was on Everybody Loves Raymond. So she had had like a, I recognize her real... from Everybody Loves Raymond for sure. I wasn't going to bring that up though because I didn't want you to rant about Everybody Loves Raymond again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I must have seen enough Everybody Loves Raymond and maybe like just clips from the Mary Tyler Moore show because I recognize her. I like knew she was someone famous. I just couldn't place her. She's so um, funny. So they end up obviously finding dresses and they have crazy hats on. And yeah, it's very old fashioned. Like the girls were gonna walk out, and this woman saw them and was like, You guys don't like my store? And they were like, Oh, no, no, it's crazy. It's just like not what we were looking for. We're just browsing. It's fine. And she was all, I have the only store for 22 miles. <laughs> well, the, the dress that Courtney puts on is like really cute. It's just the crazy hat. Oh, it's important. I better, I better mention because it's important later. Um, the the store owner woman asks if they want to be on the mailing list and she says yes and and christina like puts her puts her name on the mailing list this will come back later hint (laughs) (laughs) um but but no so it's so funny because they have the hats they have on are so crazy i'm like you're you need to blend in at the wedding like you can't you can't stick out like this. <laughs> well, that's what they say. They get to the car and they see their reflections and they were like, you're supposed to blend in. What is this? Yeah. And Cameron Diaz, Christina, sits down very dejected on a bus bench and is like, we can't go in there like this. Like, we'll, make, we'll look ridiculous. And, you know, we, we just can't do it. Although it was funny because the, the shop owner said she dressed like 50% in the wedding. And so I was like, I mean, I guess she'll still blend in if 50% of the wedding it's is going to look like this. I thought that too. Yeah. But as she sits down on the bus bench, she's like, Christina Applegate's character is like, don't you just like, you, you wish you had like a sign. And Cameron Diaz is like, yes, I do. And she was like, that you... She says something about Peter Donahue, and she's like, wait, yeah. how did you know his name is Donahue? And she makes her turn around, and she's sitting on his face um, <laughs> yep. on a bench. But uh, the bus bench has his, like, realtor um, information. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's like, if only there was a sign. And then they say that. So they get to the wedding, and she somehow i oh i guess she, oh i guess she's looking for the bathroom huh? that's why she found she runs into the bride who's like freaking out but she ta- she christina does and she sort of talks her down and <laughs> there's also while they're while they're everybody's sitting and waiting uh courtney went and found a 
spot for them and while they're waiting there is a like quick little moment where there's a violinist who looks so sad <laughs> and the music does not sound good like i don't know did you notice that too i was like well, that's on purpose musical. okay good okay i thought it was but just like i yeah it was funny the music does not sound good um so it's just it reminds me of george from the wedding singer which you wouldn't understand that reference but um yeah the bride's having like a panic attack and when she talks her down it's really funny because then the bride's like you're right it'll be fine i look beautiful and she's like you look awesome i look beautiful and she keeps going back and forth and she's like i look beautiful and she's like you do and she's like now get off my dress <laughs> yeah i thought she was gonna have a moment where she was like um who are you but that didn't happen i guess <laughs> so then the bride leaves, but Christina is locked in the room. The The doorknob comes off. Yeah, the doorknob comes off. And then we cut back to um, Courtney sitting in the pews waiting for her. Like, where the hell is she? Yeah. And there's this little boy staring at her. And she's like, turn around, turn around. And yeah. he's like, no. And she's like, look, look, Jesus is up there. Look, there's Jesus. She's trying to get him to turn back around. And then we cut back to Christina, Cameron Diaz, stuck in the bathroom, and she's going, Beetlejuice, 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 which made me laugh. That was funny, yeah. So, yeah, Courtney goes in and finds her, but then they're locked out. So they find a side door, and this is what I was totally, like, watching through my fingers, like, in a horror movie, because I was like, oh my god, I was like, I was so afraid that they were going to be, like, at the front, like, behind the priest or something. Oh, that was what I was so worried about. I was like, no, don't make a scene at a wedding. Um, and twist, it's Peter's wedding, not Jason Bateman's. Yeah, so we find out it's his wedding and they kind of stumble and make a kerfuffle, to use Andrea's word from last week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And it's so funny because Christina Applegate's character like recovers, but she's like, oh, this isn't the Glickman bar mitzvah? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, like, what? The, what is it? Is it the father or something? Goes like, that was really weird. There's no Jews in Somerset. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this was like, I had a problem. I'm sorry, I had a problem with this twist because it would have been one thing if they were vague the whole time. But earlier, Jason Bateman literally said, "My wedding," and I like that's not a to to quote my favorite episode of Bob's Burgers. That's a lie. A lie is not a twist. <laughs> I don't think he said my wedding. He did. I went back and watched it. He said, you're here for my, I'm getting married. Like he said, he, in the bar, I, in the club, I went back specifically to watch. And, but like, I guess. Maybe oh, well, no, no. So like when he said that, who did he say it to? He said it to Peter. Yeah. But wasn't it in front of the girls? Yeah. So I was like, maybe they were he trying. He did it because he was trying to get Peter laid. Yes, that's what I thought, but I was still like, this was a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I figured that that was probably why. Um, so Christine and Courtney leave, but then and then we're at the wedding, and Peter and the bride kind of decide not to get married but stay friends while they're in front of everyone. I was like, oh my god, this might like that's the wedding costs so much money. I was like, this is my worst nightmare, the money waste. Ugh. Yeah, the the wedding does not happen, but it made me laugh that, well, first of all, the bride is in, like, complete hives at the altar. And I, 
I was wondering if that was because Christina handed her flowers, but I was like, those were the flowers she's going to carry anyway, right? So no, no, really I think it was fault. like her panic. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, oh. and then her and Peter are both like talking at the altar, like basically saying that they have reservations and they don't want to do this. And the priest the whole time is like being like, and blah, 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 like trying to get them to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. So that made me laugh. And then, Every time um, someone tells the grandpa, because he think they think the grandpa's going to be emotional because his wife isn't there, like, you must really miss grandma on days like this. <laughs> He's like, mm, grandma. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, and I did like that she said, she was very pragmatic. She goes, we aren't getting married, but we are having a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the dad, her dad is not happy and he keeps tackling Peter. Well, it's so funny because they're on the dance floor, right? And like every time they go by each other on the dance floor, he's like, you owe me 30K. Yeah. And she's like, daddy. And then later he's like, goes by him again. And he's like, calls him a peckerhead. And then he finally, the next time he goes by, he's like, I'm over this. It's go time. And he like tackles him. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad because the dad was so mad at him. But like, then she admits that she had like met someone online and was yeah. like, basically like cheating. So it was kind of like. Also, it's like, it's not even like I met someone in a bar. So it's like online was her purposely looking. That is like, much especially more... back then, especially back then. Yeah. So then Christina and Courtney are driving back. She's sad. And they get back to the apartment and there's like ambulances and cops. And I just put Jane is in a predic- predicament. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jane has gotten. Um, the elephant's um, thing stuck behind her tonsils. <laughs> because apparently wanna... he has a piercing. Yeah. I don't know if this is a real thing. I don't want to know. Oh, that it would get stuck? I don't know if you get them stuck behind your tonsils. Also, like, how is she breathing? <laughs> I mean, I, I originally thought it would have had something to do with, like, braces or something. but yeah. Or a retainer. But the the part about this that's funny is that every kind of person and occupation is there. Like, there's a crowd of people. There's, like... It's as if there was a Halloween party going on. There's, like, Hasidic <laughs> Jews. Like, there's just every everyone is there's there. There's sluttily dressed nurses. Like <laughs> Yes, yeah. Um, but there's, like, a whole crowd of people. And they end up getting Jane to sing... Uh, I don't want to miss a thing and it loosens her throat and she can get get the penis out. <laughs> That's just a random that is just a random sidebar on this movie because yeah, then it like, just cuts to three weeks later. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the brothers are uh Peter and Jason Bateman. I have no idea what his name was. They're they're back in that town and the 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 little dress store lady has like some of her mannequins get like obliterated by a truck <laughs> and they help her bring it bring it back into her store and she asks to sign up for the mailing list and being the good boy that he is, Peter's gonna go sign it because he's going to Costa Rica because um after his like non-wedding, he's gonna like go take some time to be alone. And she's like, if you're gonna be out of town sign up for my mailing list and oh. jason bateman's like i have been trying to get us off that mailing list <laughs> yes for and years that's when i realized holy shit 
it's not email, it's paper. Because I was like, because I was like, what's the big deal about being on it? Just hit unsubscribe. <laughs> but then, no, I was paper. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> so much mail. Also, um, so this is where he sees Christina's address. But I want to point out that just before this, they were sitting there like chatting at a cafe and Jason Bateman was eating wow fat free chips. And Peter's like, you got to be careful how many of those you eat. They cause anal leakage. And he was like, what the hell are you talking about? It's fine. And he was like, it says on the package. And then he like reads on the package that it, it says that. And he's like, what kind of marketing is this? And he like spits <laughs> them out and throws them away. But I was like, that was a real thing. And it's so funny. It's just like such a fun dated like. Oh, it was? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Lay's created chips called Wow Chips. They're made with a um, fat-free fat substitute. So basically, like, think uh, sucralose, but no, with sucralose. Basically, think Splenda, but for fat. Oh, God. So fat-free potato chips boiled in whatever this thing is. And so they had to put a warning on it that it caused anal leakage because people would get like straight up diarrhea. Oh my God. That's so upsetting. So yeah, wow chips contained Alestra and the warning on it said Alestra may cause abdominal cramping and loose stools. Alestra inhibits the absorption of some vitamins and other nutrients. Vitamins A, D, E, and K have been added. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Oh my God. Well, (laughs) good to know. I mean, I it, I, I'm so glad that we've come along further than that. Yeah. So uh, Christina is sad about Peter. So they go back to the club and she meets a guy and does like a stupid rom-com thing where she like says basically the lesson she learned throughout the rest of the movie. But then but then he's like, geez, I just wanted to get laid. Oh, also, while they're talking, a slow song comes on in the club. And I was going to ask you, is this a real thing? Like, they play a slow song? No, not <laughs> these days. It was basically like a high school dance. Yes, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I, I guess like. maybe. I mean, I guess maybe. I guess it depends on the club. Like, if it's just like a dancing club or like a hip hop club, they would. Because like, then you can like, you know. But like, they, it depends on the club, I guess. <laughs> but they play they play You Got It Bad by Usher, so it was very uh on on point for the moment. That's funny. But yeah, yeah. So I thought the slow song thing was funny. So so they get back to the apartment and Peter is sleeping on the stoop. Yes. <laughs> so um Christina rolls up with her Gucci shoulder bag, which is so funny because I remember those purses. They were so difficult to carry and so stupid. Thank God for crossbodies. Um, and wristlets and anything else that came out after that because over the shoulder in the club was so inconvenient. Um, so her and Peter, Peter's basically confessing his love, but Christina, remember, is anti-love and she's afraid to be vulnerable. And so basically she's like, well, you ruined it and you lied to me. And so he's like, okay, well, I guess this isn't mutual. I'm going to go jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) yeah um and she literally goes inside and lets him walk away um and then she gets inside and it's like i'm not i'm not gonna be afraid um and then she goes (laughs) she goes running after him 
and finds that he had was walking back towards her house again to try again after buying her flowers. Yeah. And then they kiss. And you would think that's the end scene, but then she goes, that was weak. And then he tries again and she goes, my dream was better. Well, also he says he's <laughs> out of practice. I was like, you were just about to get married. It's not like you've been single for years. Like, <laughs> well, and then, and then, well, maybe like what he meant, like first kiss out of practice, whatever. But oh. then she basically takes the flowers from him and is like, flowers, nice touch. I mean, that's a bummer. And then like just walks away from him. Yeah. Again. <laughs> and then cut to they get married. Yes, they're married. He's doing like a little interview thing, like in the beginning. And. They're together and happy, and it all worked out. And the end. The and end. everything works out. And yeah. it all, how, what do you always say, Andrea? It all works out. <laughs> I already said there it. We go. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> also, honestly, with all of the different genres of movies we've watched, it, they all mostly seem to work out. Yeah. Except the people we lost in Tremors. <laughs> and the people we lost in The Omen. The Omen, yes. Um. Okay, what I want to so you want to say about this? It was barely a rom com. It was like I felt like it was so much more like about their friendship. I was sort of hope I was sort of there was a part of me that was like maybe they won't end up together, and she's gonna learn that she doesn't need a man because she has the best friend ever in Courtney, who's hilarious. Well, this is two thousand two. They but- just they just have barely like they have barely any interaction like the the peter and like when he's like i should have told you that i that it was my wedding i was like why should you have it's not like that it's not like it wasn't like another movie where like they spent all night together and had a great time or so i was like you talked to him for five minutes he had no he owed you nothing i don't know (laughs) no that's valid i mean i think that's the nice thing about this movie is it definitely is more about the uh girl friend relationships than the man relationship which i think is important that's true and also i did note like i didn't i don't know if i wrote it down but i just like the whole time was thinking like these girls still look old to me but i know when they film this they're probably like my age but just because i know that they're older like (laughs) yeah uh camera diaz at one point said 28 or something like that yeah, so because they're, like, around my age, but still, to me, like, Cameron Diaz is in her 50s. So I'm just, like, they're right. older. But I'm, like, right. no, no, no. These these girls are, like, at a level, level lower than I am in age. <laughs> like, I'm holding them to the standard of them, their 50-year-old selves. Right. And I do, I will say that I think this movie really um, brought out how much I appreciate Christina Applegate and Selma Blair. I think they're both great. Oh, my God. Christina Applegate was so good. I mean, truly, truly. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so Andrea, I think that that brings us to the conclusion. Oh, also, there's like a fun little bit at the end where they kind of do bloopers slash cut scenes slash little things. And we get another good fuck grandma in there. Oh, I didn't see that. That's funny. They're in the credits. I mean, I didn't watch the whole credits. It's, it's not like in a, a Marvel movie. Like, no, 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 no. Like, they're in the credits until the credits start rolling, like, black. Like, it's not like there's any secret. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I sort of turned it off when the credits started. Oh, my gosh. Because they do more, they do more, of, the, uh, they do more of the shopping uh, montage. Okay, I'll go out. I'll go out and watch it. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, Andrea. So I think this brings us to ratings. So your options are one, I will never get this time back. Two, I was entertained, but um, once was enough. And three, I would tell other people to just watch it. I actually, after I finished this movie, I like, I was really thinking about it for a while, what I was going to say. And I am so, (laughs) so close to I'll never get this time back. But (gasps) I'm going to go with I was entertained because Christina Applegate was so funny and charming in it. Yes. So it's skated. It was so, it was, it was a really tight race. I'm surprised. I mean, it's at least enjoyable. (laughs) I mean, it was fine. Like, I could see watching this if it's, like, just on TV and you're just in that kind of mood or whatever, but, like... I would just say that you gave Walking the Halls somewhere (laughs) between... Somewhere between... (laughs) I I was entertained and just watch it and you would not do that with this. I will say that the, um... The motorcycle scene is like kind of infamous. And it's interesting. I just. Is this like a famous movie? Have like most people seen this? You think most people who like romantic comedies? I don't know because no, because I saw that basically a third of the a third of the um budget went to Cameron Diaz's fifty million dollars and the movie only earned sixty three oh million. Oh so it did gosh. not do well. I mean, I felt like Christina Applegate carried the movie a lot more than Cameron Diaz. Like, oh, definitely. But at this time, I think this was like Charlie's Angels and stuff. So, like, oh, she was a lot bigger. She was probably a lot bigger. Yeah, makes sense. So, I mean, I am surprised that it didn't do better, just because like there are so many famous people in it. There are some funny little moments for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah. Charlie's Angels was in 2000. So yeah, this is like peak Cameron Diaz time. So yeah. Okay. Well, Andrea, I'm glad you at least were entertained. I do think there are some fun, cute moments in this movie. Um, I did not realize it was rated R, but I guess there are some raunchy moments, which I also, uh, I also appreciate as like a women's movie. And I also appreciate that they did a women's movie with all women characters. Like, this wasn't like, like you said, this wasn't so much a rom-com as like having some male lead that people could uh, like oogle at um, yeah. or ogle. What's the word? I don't know. Anyways, let's like, it was, is it oogle? Let's, we'll go with oogle. Yeah. Um, I've heard it both ways, you know, like flammable <laughs> and inflammable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got to appreciate that in 2002, they actually made like a women's movie that like was really more for women. It wasn't like Charlie's Angels. They weren't going to be half naked. Well, I guess they were, but not in a sexy way. <laughs> yeah. Like, so the part I, the parts I liked more were like, all their, like, let's see. I'm trying to like, f- like, like I really believed that like Courtney and Christina had been friends for like a really long time. Like they had all these little bits and stuff that they liked, like the song and stuff. Like that was my favorite part of the movie. Like, it was like the the guy the guy and stuff that was like the part that I thought was stupid, but like all the funny stuff that I liked was like because of their like friendship and interactions. Yeah, the friendship shenanigans were good. And it's funny that you mentioned the song because we didn't really mention it, but they talk they're reminiscing at one point about spring break nineteen ninety-four. And I was like, Oh my god, that's so long ago. Oh my god. I was in diapers. I was six. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, and this movie came out when I was like 14. So like, I probably watched it like when I was a teenager and thought it was funny. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, I'm glad you were entertained, Andrea. I look forward <laughs> to your birthday pick. I'm very yeah. excited. It's going to be amazing. All right. Well, again, thank you everyone for listening. We love having you here. We love doing this. Um, if you have any questions, comments, uh, suggestions, you can always reach out to us at justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com um, or hit us up on Instagram at justwatchit underscore pod. And with that, we will sign off. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And this was Just Watch It. <laughs>